Hey mamas, Valentine's Day is right around the corner and I have a great gift idea for you. It's the date box from Happily Co. Marcus and I were really struggling with finding time to connect with one another after we started having babies back to back. Finding a sitter, it's expensive and like we're exhausted by the end of the day. But the date box has made this problem non-existent. It's a date night every month that we know we're gonna do. It's one less thing that we have to plan. Comes right to our door. We put the kids to bed and do our date box after. No sitters necessary. We can slip into something comfortable. We don't have to get all dressed up. Everything you need is going to be in the date box. There's a little prep card right on top that will give you a list of things that you need to have on hand. My favorite part in there is the conversation card. Sometimes we just like forget to have certain conversations with our significant other. You know, we kind of turn into, hey, are you doing this? Are you doing that? And it's really nice to have those conversation starters because sometimes it takes you to conversations that you've kind of forgot about. There's usually something to do, something to eat. Again, there's the conversation starters. There's the Spotify playlist. And Marcus and I have been doing them for a couple years. We absolutely love them. So be sure to check them out. The link is in the description of this podcast. And use code Mimosas with Moms for 50% off your first box. Happy dating, happy Valentine's Day, and let's get started with today's episode. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Mimosas with Moms podcast. I'm your host, Abby Williams. This week, I'm welcoming on Melissa Kohler. She is a small business strategist who is passionate about helping women build a business they can be proud of. What started as a career as a professional photographer has blossomed into the creation of several brands and businesses and a passion to teach others how to get started without feeling alone and overwhelmed. Melissa has found the easy button for building a business with the creation of the Blush Pages, where entrepreneurs can join in community, find joy in running their business, and access the help they need to build an unstoppable brand. Melissa believes in passion over perfection and the truth that the only superpower you need is you. We talk about all things creating your business, ditching your imposter syndrome, ditching the overwhelm, finding your passion in today's episode. I so appreciated having this conversation with Melissa. I hope that you'll go find her at melissacohler.net, theblushpages.com. You can find her on Instagram at mkohler and Instagram at theblushpages. You can also go find her on her podcast, Confessions of a Serial Entrepreneur, wherever you're listening to this podcast. All those links will be in the description of this podcast, as always. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. Your support here on the podcast always means the world to me, and I so appreciate you being here. So let's get started. Cheers. Melissa, welcome to the Mimosas with Moms podcast. I am so excited that you are here because I think so many of us have these big dreams but don't know how to make them a reality. So I'm so excited to pick your brain today. But first, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
Well, I am a mom of three. Um, my son just got his driving permit this oh morning. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I'm feeling a little anxious. Yeah. Um, but, you know, new season of parenting. Mm-hmm. And I've been married for, it'll be 21 years this year to uh, my sweet husband. And we are, um, we moved from Southern California up to Central Oregon about five and a half years ago. So we wanted to make a little bit of a life switch for our family. Prior to making that life switch, I and and currently, I have been an entrepreneur for over 20 years, and I have done a a bunch of different businesses. And I just love being able to help women find their voice, find their confidence, and learn how to build a successful business. That's unique to them. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about like your journey into this and becoming an entrepreneur. You're starting out. How, what did that look like back when you first started this? Back in the day. (laughs) So I first started as a handmade card and invitation expert. And I love that. I love being crafty with my hands. And I did that for a few years. I partnered with someone and, um, you know, just as businesses do, it just faded, Mm -hmm. but I never lost that desire to be creative. So I then was hired to create design and create people's scrapbooks. I don't know if anybody listening is familiar with the scrapbooking world, but it was a big thing back in the day. (laughs) And uh, so I loved that. People would give me their pictures and they would tell me their stories and I would design them for them. And I just, I loved being a part of their journey. I also was part of um, design teams online and through the scrapbooking process, I decided I really want to have like really good pages and a picture makes the page really good. So I should probably brush up on my photography skills. And I had taken a couple years of film photography back in high school and I loved it, but I thought I really got to get serious about this. So I got a digital camera and started learning and loved it. People started asking me to take their pictures. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but sure. Uh, so quickly it turned, it turned into from like wanting to make my pictures on my scrapbook pages look great to people asking me to take their photos. So I hired a mentor. I learned how to do everything that I possibly could. And it just unfolded from there. So um, I was a professional photographer for over 10 years and I was doing families, weddings. I got to do some NFL football players, which I love football. And it was a huge, like, that's just, just, it's something I'm very proud of. Yeah. So through, through that, I just, um, I learned how to market myself, how to brand myself and do all the things that you really need to do as an entrepreneur. And I, I guess I was doing that to some extent prior to photography, but that's the business that pushed me into it. And I don't have a college degree. That was one of the things that really I felt kind of hindered me. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, everyone's going to see through me. They're not going to think that I'm a real business owner, but I had such a desire to make it work and be really good at it that I spent probably more hours on learning how to do that than I would have getting a college degree. Yeah. So, and that little um, imposter syndrome like shows up so often in our lives, and especially especially for women, I feel like it does. Yeah. 
It really does. And you know what? Like, let's touch on that for a second with women is we, for whatever our reasoning is, put all of these weird expectations on ourselves of like, we've got to be the best at these things. And my house has to look this way and I have to cook these meals and my kids have to be this way. And I don't know. I don't know. Whatever the voices are, we got to give ourselves a darn break. I know. I know. We need to, this is like one area that we need to look at the men and say, oh, they're not holding that, holding themselves to these expectations. We don't need to either. I know because, you know, and I think that it is, it's like, so society driven, it starts early, you know, these unrealistic expectations and you cannot do all of it all at the you same can't. time. <laughs> You're not meant to. Yeah. You're not meant to do it all. Yeah. You have to ask for help. Yeah. I, I I have a daughter and I'm trying very hard to be mindful of those things yeah. because I want her to have a good sense of herself and the way she looks and, and just, uh, you know, I'm sure that I'm going to screw my kids up, but I'm going <laughs> to do the very best that I can right now to make sure that they know that they are enough as they are. Yeah. Um, because we just need to hear that more, right? Like you are enough as you are. And yes, you can you can hone in on skills and you can learn more things and better yourself for sure. But like like I I held on really tight to the fact that I didn't have a college degree because yeah. I it was pounded into me at a young age that that was important. That's the thing that's going to really get you far in life. Right. And so I let that handicap me. Um, and so I did, I did my photography, um, and I stopped it when I was just had my daughter. So, because it was, it was taxing on my body and I had, you know, I had my boys as well. And my husband was an airline pilot, so he wasn't home very often. And so I fell into a network marketing company and got to the highest rank of that company. But throughout, I want to go back to photography because throughout that journey, I, I learned a lot about myself yeah, and I got to also mentor photographers around the world to help them learn, to learn how to stand out. What did they want to do? And within that process, I realized I find so much joy helping other women mm-hmm. learn how to do that. And so, yes, I'm still doing my network marketing company, but I also started my, my other brand of build. I have I have lots of different things, but currently I have I offer online resources for creative entrepreneurs yeah. to learn how to build a business. Yeah. And that's what I love. I love it so much. So Melissa, tell us, how do we build a business? Because I think, you know, <laughs> we're in like the middle of this pandemic. You have all these women, you know, what was it last year? So many women were fleeing the workforce. Right. You know, whether it was they were being called to home because the pandemic was too much. Um, You had kids that were virtual learning. And now I have I'm the one shouldering these responsibilities. Um, I think that there's a lot of burnout, especially for mothers. Um, And so you have all these women that have left the workplace, but still might need to financially be bringing in an income. Maybe they want, they have this creative need, they have a need to work, you know, they want to be working. You know, I think that there's all these different factors that women, women work, right? But mm-hmm. we also live in a society, I think, especially here in the States where we don't support working women. Um, and I think like so many women want or have this idea of 
How do I make a more flexible lifestyle? How do I find this balance between work and family? And I think entrepreneurship is probably more feasible, Mm -hmm. but then we also get so scared, right? So how, how do we get there? How do we get women to make that leap, to believe in themselves and to find their passion? Oh, that's a good question. And, that was a lot know, of question, probably. It is. It's a big question, yeah. but it's a great question yeah. because so many and, and so many women are in different stages mm-hmm. of of their life, of the of their dreams of potentially wanting to build a business, right. or even the want or need to. Let's just say a need. I've got to bring in that extra income, like you said. Yeah. Um, so I guess the first thing that I would ask somebody that was in this position is, what do you want from this? And then kind of dissecting it from there. So if it's a want of, I really just need to, I need to bring in 500 extra dollars a month to, for my family, for whatever the reasoning is. And I really love art. Yeah. I love, I love to paint. And people have told me I'm really good at it. Okay, great. So let's take a look at that. What can you do that brings you joy that you are gifted at that will give your family that income that you need? And there's like really the sky is the limit. In this day and age, the sky is the limit with those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I guess you have to take a look at what are you, what are you what can you do um like, like you said, some of us are homeschooling our kids. Yeah. So what what's your time commitment to be able to dedicate to either learning how to market yourself or creating a website or creating art, um, deliverables. What can you do every day? If it's an hour, great. Um, if it's longer than that, great. Um, and figure that out because most of us are, um, we have that desire to want to provide. We love being able to be creative, giving ourselves to our families but also to our work, how do you find that good balance to be able to do both? Because here's what I have heard is that a lot of, a lot of women that, that go into entrepreneurship have a struggle with, I love, I love doing my business because it's giving me kind of like that, that external fulfillment. Because as, as parents, we don't, we don't hear the thank yous we hear the fighting. And so that business that we're working so hard on, that's a part of us is giving us that. It's like our form you. of self-care. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's dangerous. Like yeah. I, I, I know this wasn't part of your question, but I feel like we have to talk about this yeah. because as you get into entrepreneurship and building your business, it's very easy to slip into hiding behind your business. It's me and my and then, with moms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. It's hard for me to like step away from it. You know, I have bad boundaries probably. Why do you say that? I'm super (laughs) curious what your bad boundaries are. You know, so I mean, I think like the majority of Mimosas with Moms is my online presence, my Instagram. Um, You know, you feel like you have to show up there consistently all the time or your engagement drops or you know your you like you see you see the difference in your account when you're there all the time and when you're not but you can't be there all the time you have to like mm-hmm. walk away 
And so it's hard because, you know, I've, I started this platform as a way to um, support and empower other mothers. I started my motherhood journey at a young age before social media. And I never want anybody to feel alone the way that I did. And then in return, I have gotten so much support and empowerment and connection, you know? And so like what I set out to pour into others, they have given back. Right. And so I feel like, you know, I have this community and I'm plugging in with this community, but it's bad. It's hard sometimes because you're also online. There's negativity online at times that affects you negatively sometimes, you know? So while there's like so much good, there is also bad and with everything you need boundaries, motherhood, your relationship, your work life, you need healthy boundaries. <laughs> you do. Yeah. And that's something I love talking about is boundaries. <laughs> I do want to, I want to ask you, yeah. I know this, this didn't really naturally turn into this, yeah. but um, when you say you feel like you need to be there all the time mm-hmm. online, what does all the time to you look like? <sighs> I don't know. Cause I guess it's like different every day, you know, like if I have a busy day with the kids, you know, I, I make sure that like I post something, but I might not like be engaging on my stories, you know, as much as I am on other days. So I guess it looks different each day, but I can definitely tell my mental health, the weeks where I'm on it too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough because we live in that online world where we rely on social media yeah. to market ourselves and to connect yeah. with our people. And so there's really no way around it. Right. Um, but when you are playing the algorithm game mm-hmm. and you know you've got to you've got to stay connected in order to have that growth. Right. Um it can play with your mind it does for play sure. With your mind. And, you know, I also think like for me on Mimosas with Moms, I'm a one woman gig, you know, like I do all of it all myself. I don't have a team of people where I feel like a lot of platforms do have a team of people. They have a social media person, they have somebody running their podcast, maybe, or their courses or their emails, you know, like they have people managing various pockets. Like I'm doing all of this. And so I feel like probably a lot of women that you deal with who are building businesses, you know, when you're starting out, it probably is just you. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. It is hard. So how are these women who are starting out and it's their baby, right? They're, they've, dreamed this dream, they're birthing this dream, they're getting it going and nurturing it. How do they, in the beginning stages, have those boundaries while also making sure that they're driving that dream? That's a fantastic question. Yeah. So going back to social media, it is that like the blessing and the curse, right? We need it Mm -hmm. in order to grow our businesses and to connect. But the other aspect of it is, is that we get sucked in to watching what everybody else is doing and going down the rabbit hole. And that's first of all, one, being a time suck on what we could be doing. And second of all, uh, inviting comparison. So if I were to say to somebody newer coming into this, starting your dream business, I would 
number one above all, say, set those boundaries. And everybody's boundaries are going to be different. And you know, as your business changes and you change, those boundaries are going to change too. I'll give you an example of what my boundaries are um, in my business and um, feel free to take them. Whoever's listening, if you want to take them, great, go ahead. But um, prior to my boundaries, I'm going to tell you what my life looked like. I was connected to my computer and my phone all the time because I was afraid that if I missed an email for an inquiry or I needed to respond to somebody right away, I thought, if I don't do this right away, they're going to find somebody else. They're not going to think that I care about them. And it's, you know, I had that scarcity mentality Mm -hmm. and I was always connected the and then going back to throwing yourself into something you love too i was always on my computer either editing or responding to people because i enjoyed it i loved connecting with people right. i loved the art of doing what i loved doing and it brought me fulfillment and joy so i was on the computer early um you know i had to take my kids to school and and make lunches and etc but when i wasn't doing those things i was on the computer or my phone and it Like one of the things you said just a few minutes ago was, I can tell the weeks that I have been on too much. I feel like that was my whole life (laughs) for years and years and years. Yeah. Because I didn't understand what healthy boundaries looked like. Nobody had told me. It was kind of ingrained in me and really yelled at me in a way from social media and online forums of like, if you're not hustling, you're not working hard enough. You know, that must, that mentality yeah. of like that hustle mentality. And I'm not saying that hustling is bad. I think that you can do it and you can do it in a healthy way. Yes, I think so um, too. But now there needs that to I've be been, like some kind of hustle when you're starting oh, yes. your own thing. Right. You have yes, driven. You have to know what you want. You know how you have to know how to get there yeah. and you have to give like that grit. Yeah. It's grit yeah. to get there. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um, but not at the expense of your family or your health. Yeah. Um, because now, so now, so year a few years back, I can't remember how many. So I'm just gonna say a few years back, I in like started these boundaries in my life where I will get into my office or on my computer at nine or nine 30. It's usually nine. And then I'm done between four and four 30 depends on my kids' school days. But usually those are the hours. My family knows my kids know, um, my, my people know. Yeah. And so if I get a message outside of those hours, I've given myself permission. And let me tell you, it's not easy to not respond right away. Yeah. Uh, my phone is not on me when when I'm eating dinner with my family. That goes away. Yeah. Um, when they're in bed and I'm, you know, sitting on the couch or doing whatever, yes, I'm on my phone and I'm looking at things. But And, and I'm on social media, but with, with messages, things that require that emotional response yeah. from me, yeah. they – I get to choose – do I do I have it in me to do this outside of my working hours? And if not, it's in within my working hours. So now that I know that within those working hours, I get it's go time for me. It's from nine to four. I have I gotta give it all I've got. Yeah. Right. And and we our kids are older, so I understand that you're not always gonna be able to have that huge of a time chunk. Right. But find a time chunk that you can either trade with a friend mm-hmm. to have them watch your kids or if you can hire a sitter or if they're at school, you know, whatever it takes 
or nap time. I did that plenty when my kids were little. During nap time, it's go time. Yeah. And you get to decide that though, right? Yeah. Like, is it is it go time and you learn all the marketing and you produce the products or do you take a nap? I don't know. Maybe when I'm not Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's go time and Tuesday, Thursday, it's nap time. <laughs> I don't know. You get to decide that. Yeah. But But if you are always on, then you are not allowing yourself that um, – that freedom to be with your family and your friends when you are not working because you don't have to always be working to be fulfilled. And that was one of the things I had to learn uh, because I really love working. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I have to work a little bit harder at being a mom. <laughs> and that feels a little like sad to admit, but no, I think a lot of moms true. that are listening, like probably identify with that. You know what I mean? I think that there's a lot of people out there. And that's why I think, you know, so many women who are leaving the workplace right now, I'm sure that there's a great portion of those women that left not really willingly, you know what I mean? Like not really wanting to go. I enjoy working. I want to be fulfilled outside of my motherhood role. Motherhood is hard. You know, mm -hmm. it's not always enjoyable where, yeah. it, especially if you're doing something that you're really passionate about and that is like your thing, I'm sure like that that's fulfilling. And I think women really deserve that. So let's kind of circle back to, I guess, you know, this beginning stage of starting a business and how do we ditch that overwhelm to get there and do it? You got to prioritize. Yeah. And I know that sounds very cliche, but you really do. Yeah. Um, because if you are not – so if you don't know where you're going, you don't know how to get there. I say that all the time. Yeah. If you don't know what you want out of this business of yours, yeah. what income level that is, whatever status it is, I'm, I'm not sure. Like whatever the business is, and if you don't know what you want from that, you're never going to know the steps to get there. So you have to sit down first and say, I really want, I want this business to um, – it's probably going to have twofold, right? It's going to have the, I want to make a difference in the world, yeah. some kind of a like piece of that way. But I also really want, I want to make $100,000 a year. In, in in two years, this is what I want my goal to be. Um, or five years, whatever it is. Yeah. What? Okay, great. Now that we know that, how are we going to get there? And you got to break it down. And I know that's th that's like that's the not sexy part of being an entrepreneur or business owner is sometimes some people like it, mm -hmm. but I would say most creative entrepreneurs don't love that part because they want to just be out creating and talking to the people and doing the fun things. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do the numbers and the strategy, but you yeah. have to have both yeah. in order to do that. So I would say first start with your big goal of what you want this to be. And it can be, it can be six months. It can be a year. It can be two years. You get to decide that, but you got to pick that first. And then you have to work backwards. Here's my goal. Now I have to know how to get there. So what is that going to take? Do I need to learn how to market myself better? Should I read some books? Um, do I need to hire a coach? Do I have to hire somebody to do a website or do I, is that something I really enjoy doing? I could probably figure that out. Do you have the time to figure that out? You have to sit and, and think about all of those things. Yeah. And yes, you can get inspiration from people that are in your niche that are doing similar things, but 
Do not try to copy what they're doing because they're doing it unique to them and you have to be unique to you. One of the biggest lessons that I learned out of being a entrepreneur and business owner is learning who I was. Yeah. And like, you know, personal development was a like a beautiful thing that came out of being a business owner. Yeah. And I think that that's probably one of the number one uh, topics of books that I read. I I love it so much. I became an Enneagram coach because I love it. Um I don't I don't coach people, but I love it because it I think that knowing who you are helps you understand how you view things, how you can market yourself, how you can message your your brand better. Um, because when we're trying to copy what everybody else is doing and it doesn't feel right to us and we're forcing it, yeah. it's never, it's never going to be successful. Right. So big picture goal first, and then you got to work backwards on how to get the, like, you know, SMART goals, the acronym of SMART goals. I love that like you talked about being you in your business though. You know what I mean? I think that that is so important and especially in marketing yourself because nobody else is you. You know, you are the unique part of your business. So Melissa, tell us about what you are doing to help women start these businesses and if someone were to reach out to you, what they could expect. Yes. So I have a business online called The Blush Pages, and we have online resources, um, different levels for different stages of businesses. But um, we have different PDFs that you can purchase. I have a podcast that's free. I have um, an online community with library. And right now we have um, free three months for a few few days. So I don't know, depending on when this airs. But um, anyway, and then we have a, a course called The Profit Plan. And that walks you through basically start to finish of your business, any any, any business. level of business. Yeah. And and what I tried to do with that is I, I at one point was doing one-on-one coaching with people. So I would look at their business. I would look at their website and just do this overall bird's eye view of here's where you are. Here's where you want to be. Here's the things that you need to be doing to get there. And I wanted to reach more people because one-on-one coaching is time consuming. Mm-hmm. And I just, I didn't have, I didn't have enough time because I set those boundaries yeah. and so I wanted to reach more people. So what I did is I took everything that I did with people one-on-one and put it into a course. Yeah. And so it's you you get out of it what you put into it. And but basically what you can expect when you finish the course is more of an understanding of how to run a business, the confidence, the personal development, um, how to manage your time, how to manage your social media, how to market yourself. Um, I'm a story brand certified guide. So I do, I walk you through a little bit of story brand stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, social media, I don't remember if I said that, but you come out of it with um, more of a game plan and to be honest with you, if you follow it, you're 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 going to see results. I yeah. can't guarantee anything because I don't know what you're going to put into it. But right. uh, my hope is is that when people finish this, that they're going to have a lot more revenue. Yeah, uh, because because of it. Yeah, Melissa, I so enjoyed this conversation, and I hope that people go and find you. Tell them where they can go. 
Uh, my favorite place to hang out is on Instagram. Yeah. You can find me at M Kohler. Uh, it's K-O-E-H-L-E-R. And at my on my website at melissacohler.net. Perfect. Melissa, thank you again. Um, those links will be in the description of this podcast. So be sure to go check out Melissa's uh, course, her Instagram, and her podcast. And Melissa, cheers to starting a business. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.